Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC Chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet on that's right twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join our link or join our linkedin group that's called ppc chat roundup podcast um or if you're interested um to check if you're interested and you're on instagram check out um the yeah our profile on there which is at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes um, so yeah, my earlier greeting of um, you know a warm welcome is is it couldn't be truer than right now. Um, I'm actually recording this quite late. It's almost midnight. Yes, that's right. I'm a bit of a night owl. Um, but yeah, it's 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 quite hot in here. It's still about 21 degrees out here in London where I am recording from. So yeah, nice, definitely very very warm welcome to you all. Today we're led by the awesome Julie Riccini again, where we discuss the topic of PPC account structure um i think i don't know about you but yeah there have been loads of changes with match types and you know ad copy testings and you know things that you can just do in the account so yeah ad structure account structure is something that really very much should be thought about um i was having a chat on an interview not not too long ago and that was one of the main questions what's the current best practices for you know account structure the answer i you know i need to give now is very different for what from what i would have given when being interviewed when i was an account exec or even like an account manager um many years ago so um yeah it's really it would be really interesting to see what kind of answers people have in terms of what they think best practice is for um account structure um I hope you learned something new today, um, you know, and even if you don't, it'd be great to actually know that some of the things that you are, you're thinking is the best practice, the way you're doing things, you know, could be the, the, the same answers that um, some of our experts give. So let's see where it's, whether it's learned something new or yes, you've been doing it right all along. <laughs> it's always a win-win. So Julie um, welcomes us, uh, to, us today saying hello and thank you for joining today. We'll be talking PPC account structure. A lot has changed in the platform's recently but first how are we all doing julia vice joins us saying um i'm okay still very relieved about getting my second dose i'm glad i'm going to be getting my second dose this weekend um yeah just because in london we've got something called freedom day like um, so yesterday was the day where pretty much um our lockdown was properly eased um so yeah i'm hoping people are still going to be careful i'm going to be careful because a couple of my friends caught covid as early as last week so it's not gone away anytime soon. Amalia Fallow also just um, also joins us today. Same morning, everyone. I'm in the throes of transition, which is always an interesting time. She shared some amazing news that she's going to be working full time as um, a teacher at a college on a digital course. Um, I hope I got that right, Amalia. Apologies if I didn't. But I know she's switching jobs to be teaching digital advertising full time, which is really cool. She's great at it. Um, um, yeah, Julie goes doing well here. We have peacocks living somewhere near our neighborhood. My daughter and I saw the female this morning. On our way back from the trail with the puppy, the big one was hanging around our neighbor's pool last week. Oh, love peacocks. Peacocks in the wild. That's amazing. Melissa McKee joins us doing great, nice and warm here today. Um, 
Steve Gibson as well say, I got bitten by a squirrel earlier today, but as long as I don't get rabies or turn into a squirrel, I should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope he doesn't get rabies um, or any of the two. Um, that Natalia Barreda replies to him saying, turning into a squirrel doesn't seem like the worst way to live. Well, as long as there's like a, 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 a generous supply of nuts for him, yeah, that would be fine. Natalie joins us as well saying, yeah, in the uh, first PPC chat in a while that I'm actively able to participate in, Sean Elliott joins. Um, I don't know, I don't know whether he's going to be joining much. He's, he says his first employee starts today, so he's feeling excited about that, but not sure how much he'll be able to participate. Um, so yeah, let us get into our questions of today. Julie, um, Julie asks us, let's start generally. Has your philosophy about account structure changed in the past year? If so, what was the main driver of the change in thinking? Does it differ by platform? Yes, for me, my philosophy has changed. It has changed based on match types. The fact that BMM is no longer a thing, it's going to phrase match, where I would have done BMM to source um, as many keywords and make them exact if they start converting. Um, now, I wouldn't do that for BMM. Um, I wouldn't do that for broad. So probably be phrase match, um, you know, I'll be sourcing keywords from. And if the keywords, um, I, if there's still more budget and we're not getting as much volume, maybe test out some broad match with a lot of audience overlays. So yeah, that is something I wouldn't have done um, years ago. Melissa McKee replies to question one saying, we have really been trying to simplify account structure over the past year. Rarely do campaigns or ad groups by match type make sense anymore. This goes for Google and Bing. And yeah, my what I thought, talked about earlier on is Google and Bing. Kami Karis replies to question one as well saying hey all late start great to be here definitely thinking just about everything on Google's ads uh, definitely rethinking just about everything on Google ads right now Julia Vice replies it definitely differs by platform and might by clients needs trad um, exact or BMM and brand of generic isn't always best for every company particularly smaller ones now that exact doesn't function like it used to I'm all about themes um, and then Julie was like, here's Maple, <laughs> a picture of her dill doggy, which is very cute. Amalia replies to question one saying, my overall philosophy hasn't changed, which is flexible and willing to try new things as the industry shifts. Um, we've certainly um, varied how we set things up in the last year and it does differ by platform. Steve Gibson replies to question one saying, not overly as Google, um, not overly as Google had um, already diminished what phrase and broad match meant. Um, Natalia, uh, sorry, not overly as Google had already diminished what phrase and broad match meant. Um, Natalia, uh, Natalie replies to question one saying, I've been team consolidation for a while now, but this past year has just put gas on my flames. We've consolidated some of our programs to two to four campaigns over the last few months. We go for parity across Google and Bank generally. Julie replies, I feel like Google Ads has had a major shift in the past six months and Facebook is all kinds of messed up since ATT rolled out. Oof. Shocking. Um, Cami replies, I'm working on what feels like a 12 month shift. Julie replies that there has been a lot to manage in the past 18 months. Yeah, kind of, you know, matches with some of the other health issues um, the whole the whole world has been experiencing. Um, Julia, um, Julia, Julia Vise also replies to Julie where she says, Facebook structure is a whole other thing. Julie replies, I know I have both in the questions for today, but we might only get 
to Google Ads. Um, so yeah, let's see whether we talk about Facebook as well. Nava gives a very lovely structured answer to this. I'm um, saying my structured choices have been cemented over the past year. One, going with keyword champions as opposed to bidding on everything. Two, ad groups, ad sets are persona objective based. Three, audiences are mandatory. And Sean Ellie replies as well to question one saying, not really, I never was one for SCAGs, so single keyword ad groups or match type specific campaigns or ad groups. The main thing that has changed is which match types I start with. Used to be BMM and phrase, now exact and maybe phrase depending on budget. And um, yeah, Julie Vice saying, I find SCAGs really good for testing, time limited, get learning to move forward, not for a whole account. Chris Ridley replies, yeah, I think phrase is the new go to was actually speaking to an old work colleague about the potential of tcpa campaigns with only phrase match keywords interesting um and then we have tad miller replying to question one saying never been big on single keywords ad groups um but match types being what they are now that's even more so um and then julia vice continues her answer to question one saying and speaking of size think about billing there are times when it makes sense to have different account splits like one for video one for display other times you want certifications one for health one for employment twitter actually requires this Oh, and we have more of an answer from um, Nava about um, question one. So she continues saying, the only thing I really changed is going from phrase match as my match type hero to exact. Oh, yeah. Phrase match was never my match type hero. Exact has always been my match type hero. Anyway, continuing. Um, she goes, I still will have one really long tail broad match keyword in an ad group by itself to help new campaigns ramp up and gather data. That's a good idea. Um, she continues, if this counts as a structure change, I build in an extra 15 to 30 days to blitz the campaign with micro conversions so the learning periods don't suck. Every time I've tried skipping that step in the past few quarters, I get slammed with huge CPC spikes. It's a good th tactic. She continues on display and video campaigns. I actually find that treating them like Facebook campaigns, short burst with contained budgets, performs better than the conventional thinking that Google likes old things. Curious if anyone else has seen that. I think there's some responses responses to that. Um, Julia Vice goes, yes, definitely agree on this one. Use them for awareness and audience building. Use search as channel strat uh, strategy. Sam continues as well, saying this aligns pretty well with thoughts for social audience networks ads the feed plus story ads are a bit more peculiar julia vice replies that so much of that is sadly based on how much tracking you need if you want to track by creative you need separate ad sets assuming your tracking is utm based what a char We've got Abdul Samad replying, replying to question one as well, saying with how match types have evolved, I'd go with less is more approach. Try not to micro segment as earlier and keep the structure simple. Um, we've got El uh, Chase as well replying to question one, saying it has changed some, but not too crazy as I usually do things by category category or audience for the most part match types have shifted how i do keywords though andrew uh, mcgarry replies to question one saying if as um fred fred valleys has said it's purely about the relationship between the keyword ad copy quality score and landing page um i think it's about the keyword ad copy and landing page which leads to good or bad quality score anyway then structure is the about is about convenience and scalability what works for a single in-house pro is unlikely to be how an agency with a conveyor belt approaches um, can you 
and conveyor belt approach operates. Again, I'll say that if as Fred Valleys has said, it's purely about the relationship between the keyword ad copy quality score and landing page, then structure is about convenience and scalability. What works for a single in-house pro is unlikely to be how an agency with a conveyor belt approach operates. And then we have Julie taking us on to question two saying, have you changed anything about the way you structure your Google ads account and campaigns in the past six months? If so, why? If not, why not? So the main thing I've been doing is um, kind of shifting things onto um, phrase match, um, all my broad matches to find out if the phrase match version is in there. And if not, creating the phrase match version of the BMM, not the broad match version of the BMM version. Um, Chris Ridley replies to question one saying, my philosophy has flip-flopped over the last year, 12 months ago. I was merging campaigns and ad groups that were identical. Other than match type, I've now gone back to splitting some campaigns by match type to compare performance differences. It continues rather than depending on platforms, it depends more on budget and scope for the account. And then um, we have got Sam replying to question one saying, I think there are a few main changes. One, negatives are now more important than positive. Clustering ad groups around topic plus intent versus um, sing, uh, single keyword ad groups, audiences plus keywords plus targeting versus just keywords plus targeting, balancing machine learning friendly scale with specificity. Um, yeah, Michael replies saying, yes, agree. Uh, Andrew McGarry replies to question once in my perspective hasn't changed. Everyone insists their way is best and arguing religion is best avoided by having a contract clauses that determines who has final say, avoids too many cooks situation. Um, Julia Vice replies saying, yes, and no yes in the sense that i'm not using the same approach everywhere no in the sense that nothing should feel like it came off an assembly line bespoke or be gone i love that <laughs> i love that phrase um and then we have um anders Hall's replies to question once in account structure changes to cater for ai i really like the concept in banks coined as liquid liquidity the one element you need to build into your account structure so that you can get the best out of human pilot and the ai optimizer working hand in hand i love that one liquidity um julie replies to question two saying i have been trying to embrace more automation with varying degrees of success it still struggles with low conversion volume accounts i feel like i'm thinking more about what i don't want and building um i'm building what with that in mind almost first um and then yeah we've got um julia vice yeah replying negative space i like it um, we've going got Sean Ellie replying to question two saying gone a little less crazy with the amount of keywords in each ad group, even exact will catch most of the variants and definitely lean in a lot more on exact and no broad matches unless testing some different prospecting campaigns. John Kagan replies to question two saying honestly, not that much old habits a die hard. Nava Hopkins replies um, saying yes, in that I have stopped using phrase match as my hero. I also find conversion action sets are vital in today's account structures so you're not dealing with weird weird value weighing amalie fowler replies to question two saying keywords obviously i've actually gasped had an account work well with some broad match where i would never have tried it before but mostly sticking to root terms phrase match and tight ad groups um julia vice replies to something i mentioned earlier on broad plus audience hella negatives can work really well so yeah broad broad with with um overlaying of audience and putting loads of <laughs> negatives and <laughs> julia vice um and Mallory goes yeah 
definitely the hella negatives part. Um, and then Natalie has has responded to say, we've branded this approach as Brodian's campaign. <laughs> and Julia Rice has gone, okay, well, I'm stealing that very well put. Yeah, Brodian's should be definitely a campaign type. <laughs> And then we have El Chase replying to question two, saying, trying to think on this, but I get not, guess not as many different types of keywords since the match types have taken that away, needing to do a lot more negative keyword research as well. I do have more automated bid types of campaigns running as well. Kamikarish replies to question two, saying, for accounts with more granularity, by product type, as an example, we are pulling back to less, including more AI driven in some and way less in others for established accounts. This is a lot long phase approach with a b testing and then we have anders replying to question two saying simple account structure brand with manual bidding product and negative brand with smart bidding category and negative brand with smart bidding or just run a smart campaign a lot of his recommendations just something something with smart bidding so yeah run a smart by campaign and you get all his advices or well apart from the brand with manual bidding mm. I don't think anyone's doing that one yet. Although with brand, because the CPCs can be very low, yeah, you can't just put it to like 10 pence and just leave it, but just, you know, make sure no competitors are entering the um, that market. Sam replies to question two saying, I've played around more with BM plus EM strategy than I thought I would with some very nice results. The key has been layering audiences plus exclusions while sticking to industries or spaces with clearly defined terminology. Google is bad at nuanced separate, uh, nuanced differentiation. Riva Minkoff replies to question two saying, really pushing people to not skag anymore. So single keyword ad group, um, that's an interesting one. Um, and then she continues, it was always important to make sure campaigns were organized around the same goal. But now it seems more important that Google is able to figure out what the goal is without you. Yeah, that whole without us is the problem. Julie replies, um, Julie then takes us on to question three, saying that are there specific changes that Google ads made that impacted the way you structure accounts and campaigns? What was the specific impacts? Um, Amalia goes, um, say, I'm worried about this. Um, for, uh, and she tags in Google ads as well as, um, Jeannie Marvin, who's now the, the Google ads liaison saying, um, the amount of times I've had ads disapproved with the weapons policy when it isn't weapons. Can you confirm that the strikes will be reversed? If an appeal is won? Oh, this is about the news on the fact that, um, yeah, three strikes and you might get blocked out of your accounts. Sorry. Anyway, going back into the chat, we've got Chris Ridley replying to question two saying, I've recently started working on e-commerce accounts. So this has made me rethink my search campaigns approach as well as having the opportunity to, to utilize display and shopping campaigns. I focus more on quality over quantity and keywords um, of, and con I focus more on quality over quantity of keywords for search. John Kagan goes on to answer question three saying BMM match type loosening, con loosening concept of match types, an easier way to see performance by device. Amalia replies the changes to match types on close variants, which should just be called variants. Now, in my opinion, um, a Alaloki had <laughs> had a huge impact that and the loss of SQR. I laugh because yeah, variance is a, a a term that is used a lot in the, the Disney Plus series um, Loki, which is um, a, a shoot off from um, the whole Marvel Universe series um, act, um, starring Tom Hiddleston. Oh, 
he's a dreamboat. Anyway, back onto <laughs> the podcast. Riva Minkoff replies to question three saying the match type change has was crucial. No need for BMM anymore um and then yeah in reply to anders where he gives his um simple account structure answers brand with manual build bidding um broad and negative brand with smart bidding category and negative brand with smart bidding Nava replies the smart campaigns are the butt of every joke but they can be real life savers savers for folks with low budgets and can't benefit from their own data acquisition phase um river replies the problem is that when they work well they're harder to scale um and anders reply and the other problem is that when when they work you don't know why and in the back of my mind i have this terrible doubt are they optimizing their yield on me um yeah river replies seems to me that they're often pushing my cpcs lower than they'd let me push them down which is awesome but leaves every traditional campaign at a disadvantage yeah there's always um a trade-off when google is doing something well for you well in inverted commas um julia vice replies to question three saying exact really did it for me in 2019 at this time i flipped the exact bmm strategy and others i worked with quite disagreed lots of lively conversations were had that and more custom audiences had us all rethinking how to set up a new account and then we have Melissa McKee replying to question three saying losing BMM was big. If only that we'd essentially stopped using phrase match in favor of BMM. We also got rid of SCAGs a long time ago in most cases due to close variants. Natalie replies to question three saying the match type piece has been huge just because it helped me evangelize a more thematic structure versus super granular. But to be honest, most of the recent changes have been more to optimize real time bidding. Sam replies to question three saying, is this part, is this the part where we talk about close variant matching because of that? Also go read Bill Slowski's article on query writing for paid search Ooh, query writing for paid search i will be reading that i'm going to need that very soon um and then we have nava hopkins replying to question three saying when closed variants first became a thing in 2016 keyword theory became all about finding the best champion to enter the auction and knowing what we want to act want to active or passively bid on prioritizing first party data has made me hone in on landing page cro efforts um we have um then julie replying to question three saying in Amalia on the match type continued fuzzification plus the loss of query data has been essentially difficult again especially for lower conversion volume accounts um, and as replies to question three saying what Google ads did they messed with matching they pushed algorithms into the hands of gold diggers handed out shovels haha <laughs> they removed the data marketers used for optimization and so we were lost um, Andrew McGarry replies plus one the fuzzification plus the loss of query data um, Riva Minkoff replies the lack of SQR data placement data for any smart ish campaigns and average position has made it a lot harder to gauge and optimize performance I'm liking Reva. She, um, she, I think she's very new to the, I've not, well, I've not seen her join the chat before. So yeah, love new members that give amazing thoughts like this. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie replying to Nava, where Nava said, when closed variants first became a thing, keyword theory became all about finding the best champion. And she said, prioritizing first data has made me hone in on landing page CRO efforts. And Julie replies, I think CRO is going to have another moment here in 2021 and 2022. Um, Reva replies, I feel like CRO should never go out of style. And now we're going, it never will. It's 
persona marketing? What does the path to profit look like and how can we make it easier to travel? So yeah, I just hope people just realize that they need a specific experts for that. And then we have Kami Karish replying to question three saying so many, the BMM change, the removal of search term transparency and our initial data of how poorly they were following negative keyword and matching the aggressive push to recommendations and the performance penalties for failing on their, their threshold twice weekly. Um, and then Julie takes us on to question four saying, what is something that you always do now that perhaps you did not know you did not do previously and vice versa, something you used to do a lot, but now never or rarely do why the change mm, i can't think of an answer for that one let's see what our experts say julia vice comes in saying test audiences on rlsas it used to be a nice to have or a way to shape towards a specific target now it's baseline andrew mcgarry replies as has been mentioned already audiences and the issue of personas keep coming up this article is a counterpoint just to fuzzify the bit debate further and he Gives another link to an, an article. Um, and then we have El Chase replying to question four saying, due to the changes to match types, um, I spend a lot more time on negative than I had to previously. Yes, we all do that, definitely. And his reply, something I do now, checking auction insights and looking back over my shoulder all the time. Feels like positions are flying around more than before. And Nava Hopkins replies to question four saying, I don't allow the brands I work with off the hook on lead quality and AOV anymore with obscured visibility into user behavior and conversion tracking. Cross-department transparency is vital. I always pushed for the info, but now it's mandatory. Amalia Fowler replies, we have a more robust keyword research and setup process to look for more negatives and preempt what we think the algorithm is going to do. On the flip side, we use the SQR less because it gives us weird, unreliable data. And then we have Andrew McGarry replying to question four saying, yes, would love to see Auction Insights get a revamp. When you're paying to be in an auction, you'd think they'd share a bit more of what's actually going on in said auction. It's not all secret sauce, is it? <laughs> yeah, Google sharing things with us. Um, I doubt that. Um, and then, yeah, I've got Anders replying to that saying, looking for data liquidity should probably be called secret data source. Huh? <laughs> it's hilarious. Secret data source. Raven Mainkoff replies to question four saying, I put a little less stock in SQRs and more stock in proactive negatives and making sure bid settings or goals are accurate. Nava Hopkins replies, um, continues answer to question four saying, I used to do highly segmented ad groups based on keyword variant and set up campaigns by cost bracket. Now with keyword or persona champions, I'm much more focused on message, message mapping, the right creative, always leveraging Google Trends to find the right wording. Nice way to do research for ad copy. Natalie replies to question four saying, I don't just accept when I don't have a good understanding of what a conversion is actually worth. Before, if you wanted to drive traffic, I'd help you drive traffic. Now I'm much more aggressive in pushing for a KPI that actually matters to the business. We have Chris Ridley replying to question four saying, I do a lot more experiments and A-B testing, whether that is through Google Ads experiment and ad variation tools or simply by setting up two similar campaigns or running two sets of ads on rotate indefinitely. And it's mostly due to my lack of faith in Google. 
And then going on to question five, we've got um, Julie asking if you are also running ads on Microsoft advertising, have you changed the way you structure accounts or campaigns there? If so, why? Kami Karis replies to question four saying forced to constantly review or deny recommendations that go against client policies and are poor fits every three to four days, which is exceedingly frustrating. Also, we are starting to require secondary ways to confirm conversions because we're seeing more inconsistent. And in reply to question five, Julia Weisko's not so much. Microsoft negatives and broad match have always been slightly different than Google's and volumes are such that traditional structure didn't make sense for the different budget. Julia Weiss replies, um, you need a whole strategy for Microsoft, not just a copy of your Google account, in my opinion. Bespoke or be gone. <laughs> That reminds me of, t- of a TikTok trend that's going on right now, but I am not going to mention it. Anyway, um, Never replies, I love Microsoft advertising specific rules of engagement. And so as soon as I get got comfortable with them, I stopped doing auto imports yet. it's Yes, it's helpful to get the initial winning structure in there, but ad group level settings are much more robust, plus time zones wins. And his replies to question five saying Microsoft advertising first questions first. Should I just perform? Did I just import from Google or should I invest in building a dedicated Microsoft Bing ship? I feel I'm missing out on some good stuff from Microsoft because in the, of the small scale in markets. Kami Karish replies only in ways we have before um, when performance, performance or A-B tests um, di- dictate. This is at a normal pace we are used to. Again, only in ways we have before when performance or A or B tests dictate. This is at a normal pace we are used to. Um, and then we have a Mali replying to question five saying poor Microsoft ads gets the dregs of my energy. So nothing has changed. Just the occasional account import. Julie replies, the subtle differences between Google and Microsoft ads are interesting. I used to be more apt to just import from Google and get rolling and adjust from there. Now I make more mods before launch, especially on keywords. Melissa McKee replies, we used, um, we use a lot of LinkedIn targeting in Microsoft ads while it's not as robust bust as what LinkedIn social has. It's better than Google's targeting. Sam replies, honestly, not really. Microsoft is a different beast than Google. So most of the Google issues that make me want to pull my hair out don't present the same way on Microsoft. That being said, I do think focusing on topic plus intent is helpful to users. So we do that on Microsoft too. Also, the Microsoft LinkedIn targeting is gold. Definitely using that. Yeah, definitely would like to see how that works. And then we have Natalie replying to question five saying, to be honest, Microsoft ads has really lost its luster for me over the last few years. It used to be this really nice white space to unlock. And now I'm always asking myself, is the juice worth the squeeze? Not a lot of time. John Kagan replies, contemplate if I really need to subdivide the campaigns. Sonica replies, question four saying, I used to separate and group by match types and now house all match types on combined ad groups. Yeah, just put them in the same campaign, to be honest. Chris Ridley replies, I haven't changed how I structure my Microsoft ads account. I still do down, go down my usual route of importing Google ads best performers and then streamlining and optimizing where necessary. The facts Microsoft ads are only a few months behind Google after each major changes help. Um, Julie then goes on to our last question uh, of the day. 
um, say asking um, for question six, saying, are there any things that you're keeping an eye on that you think could impact your thoughts on account and or campaign structure? Does it vary by platform? Amalia replies, I don't think we're done seeing the death of keywords yet. So I'm watching changes in that space and with the extended text ads really closely. Um, and then we have Julia answering saying, I'm watching keywords on variants and queries closely. I don't think we have reached the final destination on that train ride yet. Also automation. When will manual op options start getting retired? That is, I think, a when, not if question. Yeah, definitely. Nava replies, every platform has their own rules of engagement, yet the single undercurrent is audiences. Own your audiences and take the time to craft creative and account structures that honor your most profitable people. And that applies especially with the data privacy changes as well. And then we have um, Julia Vice replying to Nava where Nava had said, bringing this because we're getting close to the end. Can we all agree to split out Facebook and Instagram into separate ad sets? Julia Vice um, replies, no, I want tight ad set by audience and creative optimized in ad sets. I do it now for tracking, but I hate it. Let me do different UTMs per creative Facebook. Um, Nava replies, you can do UTMs per creative. It's the automatic placement setting I'm sassing which is ad set level. Um, Julia Vice replies, the automated placement setting is indeed a dumpster fire. No arguments here. I don't see the option to put different UTMs in the different creatives, just one at the bottom when you organize them together, hence the unnecessary splits. So what are you guys thinking? I think um, then Julia um, Nava gives um, a screenshot showing that you can change um, UTM tag per ad set. Um, so interesting what do you guys do to to yeah to track different creatives or would you rather track it by different platforms separated like um naba had said separate facebook and instagram julie uh, continues to answer to question six saying we do not really get into facebook today and there's a lot to talk about on that front perhaps next week's chat topic will be the dumpster fire that is facebook advertising summer 2021 yeah we've had that chat similar to before <laughs> julie, um, julie advice replies to question six saying deep breath ads it's all going to rsa or asset types versus one coherent message get ready get ready tonight cami Karish replies to question six saying as previously noted we are watching the validity of counted conversions we also watch the recommended keyword to help determine where shifts need to be made not in adding keywords but in how campaigns can either be merged or to judge how much automation can be applied. Um, Chris Ridley replies to question six saying, Google's obsession with recommendations and their belief that they know best. No, Google, I do not want you to pause keywords while I sleep, nor do I want you to optimize my targeting behind the audiences I've applied. Beyond that, it's keyword matching variants. That's such a great answer. Um, Anders replies to question six saying, keep an eye on, I believe the data wars between the big players is making cross-platform advertising increasingly difficult. So I'm keeping an eye on what I call native e-commerce capabilities, advertising, driving into their own sales channel. And yeah, that's the whole owning your own data, having gated content that makes um, the, the, the world of cookie-less um, advertising a lot better for some brands. Um, and then John Kagan replies, only the survival of the keyword itself. Um, 
And yeah, that is our chat for today. And, you know, we've got some great answers there, great takeaways and great predictions about, you know, keywords, match types, how to use them. Do you feel like you're doing um, what should be done based on the answers? Did you learn something? Let us know. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, So yeah, I hope you're taking some great takeaways there. And um, if you want to chat more about this topic, come join us on um, the Twitter Spaces uh, chat on Thursdays over the summer, especially um, at um, 5 p.m. GMT. Um, So, but for any feedback about this podcast, or maybe just to give them correction on some of the things I've said, um, do get in touch with me on Twitter. Um, my DMs are open. My handle is the Marketing Anu, um, or join our LinkedIn group, which is um, uh, the PPC Chat Roundup Podcast. We have um, also like uh, yeah the Instagram account PPC Chat underscore Roundup. So check us out on there. And finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your songs kicking. Bye, and speak to you next week.